0: All right, everyone. Welcome to the Slightly Above Average Football Fan Podcast with Andrew Drozdak and Thomas Bowen. This is a podcast for slightly above average football fans, slightly below average football fans that want to learn more about the game. And if you're a football junkie, this is the podcast for you. We're glad you're here and we hope you enjoy it. All right, everybody, here we are for Season 2, our first bonus episode of Season 2 of the Slightly Above Average Football Fan Podcast. We have a special guest here with us today. I like to think of her as the queen of Gamecock Twitter, Kristen Hopkins, a.k.a. at MissHopkins96 on Twitter. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Excited to be here.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun. So this, guys, listeners, this is kind of, Came out of nowhere on Twitter. We happened to be talking back and forth Gamecock stuff. She mentioned that she wanted to, she had been given thought doing a podcast. I said, hey, let's jump on and, and do this.
1: Yeah, let's do it. I mean,
0: so, yeah, we just decided let's go ahead and see what we got. So let's just start off real, real basic here. Tell me a little bit. What's your relationship to Carolina? When did you become a fan? Are you a graduate? What what's that look like for you?
1: Um, well, I really didn't have a choice to be a Carolina fan. My parents were Carolina fans. Um, I was born in the 80s. And so that wasn't necessarily our best showing. Um, but I just I didn't know anything different. You know, we we would go to games. We would do it. Uh, you know, I have one of my first pictures I have on a Carolina outfit. So it, it was not a choice. And I guess I was glutton for punishment to stay with it. Um, I am a graduate there. I will hopefully be a have my doctorate from there by December, maybe May. Um, right. So a couple of times I've been to Carolina and it, it just is, it's, it's just all I know. And I live in the upstate and, eh, you know, right. it has to be with those other people a lot. That's so right. it, it there are some good ones, but yes, it it is just all I know. It's, I've always been a Carolina fan and my family are Carolina fans. My parents were, so that's just it. It was just, I guess, innate.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, you know, my dad told me that I could, you know, if I really wanted to, I could go to Clemson, but he wasn't going to pay for it. And I couldn't right. ever park. I, I wasn't ever going to be able to park in his driveway ever again. So
1: yes, so yes. that
0: was kind of how we were as well. I'm from the upstate <laughs> as well. I'm from Spartanburg. So, you know, I feel you on being very close to that place that, uh, you know, all the folks in Orange go to. So, right. You know, it's, it's good times there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I find with Gamecock fans, especially passionate ones, they, they kind of fit into that mold. Like they were born a Gamecock, you know, or at least they went to Carolina and became one there. You know, my dad's originally from Connecticut. He got his Master's of Accounting at South Carolina, at the University of South Carolina, met my mom, and, and never left. So, you know, I mean, it's just I, I feel like it's such a special place that once you get there, you know, it's one of those things that gets passed down to, to your family automatically.
1: Well, and I feel like one thing for us is, I mean, obviously our women's basketball has, has done well yeah. as of late baseball and, you know, mid t- 2010 and or around there. And other than that, that we don't have like that bandwagon group. Like we hadn't had those like big things to pull people there. It's kind of, more of an embedded thing in your family or your friend group than it would be just like to jump on.
0: Right, we don't. We're not. We're nobody's going. Hey, you know they win a lot. I want to join in and watch hey. that team. Uh, you know we've had our our moments, like you said, and especially right now with our our women's basketball team being as great as they are. But yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. We don't have a whole lot of people jumping on too too big. Hopefully, that's going to change soon. All right, that's so right. that brings me that brings me to a very important, I guess, really kind of two questions. So our our pod is is mostly football, but we'll get to that in a second if that's your favorite or whatnot. But so two, so it's kind of a two part question. Who is your okay. favorite gamecock of all time? And if that is different than a football player, who is your favorite football player?
1: Okay, so. You know, this question, when you sent me the questions to think about, and I'm <laughs> glad you sent me this one yep. because I gave this one a lot of thought and it was really, really difficult to pinpoint one. Like, I have a lot of players that are my favorite. Um, all time, that, that's just a hard thing to right. say for me. I would probably go Connor Shaw as right. of recent, and I know that's not even most recent anymore, mm-hmm. um, but definitely Connor Shaw. Um just for a lot of different reasons, and you know, just his buy in, what he did for the university. Um, I just, I just like him. I just like the guy. He's classy, did a lot of things right. Um, but I, but I'm a big fan. Can I talk about the other ones now? Sure. Yeah. Go, I'm, go I'm on. Going with him. But I, it was like so hard to pick an all time sure. favorite. Right. Um, I'm also a huge baseball fan. Yep. So when I was thinking about that, you know, Michael Ross was like one, one of my favorites, but. Little, you know, Matt Price was just so good then too. I mean, that's you know, right. when Matt Price came out of the bullpen, I mean, it was over. It was over.
0: Yeah, it was. Over. I'm ready
1: to get that feeling back again. <laughs> PSA to Mark Kingston <laughs> yeah. and his pitching staff. That's right. Um, you know, I, I met Landon Powell one time and I couldn't even talk. So that, that <laughs> you know, that, that group of folks, yeah. and then recently with Grayson Griner, you know, mm-hmm. that, that that's just good team. Right. Um, and currently, bergie is my favorite. Colin Burgess, the the catcher. Yeah. So. I get that. That's my people for baseball. Now, Those, football, ugh. you know, my husband and I have had some heated conversations uh-huh. in this home um, about this. I have to say John Abraham. I like oh, John. I like it. Um, Yeah. Well, my husband went to school with John. So, oh, okay. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I, let me get that one out first and foremost, because right. so, I yeah. like smart call. smart call. Yeah. You know, um, so that, that's pretty cool. And he got to coach him and went to school with him. So Very cool. yeah, that was a cool, a cool connection. Yeah. Um anybody who follows my Twitter for any amount of time would know that Kevin Harris is one of my, my favorites. favorites. Yeah. Um and Hayden Hirsch is also one of mine. Yeah. yeah. Garcia back in the day, only because being a school person, we always have to follow the rules and it gives you a little spirit of you don't always have to, but you right. should, yeah. probably yeah. should.
0: Yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah, You know, Mike Davis was also one of mine. That's
0: great. Yeah, yeah. But, so my, you know, I figured if I was going to put, put you on the spot, I should probably answer the question. That's right. Myself. That's uh, right. My my favorite Gamecock is a football player. Um, you mentioned a lot of the baseball guys from that era, but just to go there. Um, Jackie Bradley Jr., I mean, just yeah. just amazing Incredible. to watch play. Um, during that time frame, my dad and I had season baseball tickets. Um, and so I probably saw 85% or more. I was living in KC at the time, right by the stadium um of those games. And he was just just so smooth in the field and fast, and just made. And then, of course, you go to the, the, the Chicago, you know the College World Series and the clutch moments he had there. Right. And of course, Roth as well was very clutch, uh, right? There, you know, right. That, so I mean, and you, you know.
1: got to make it Scott Wingo with that period. Oh, I mean, absolutely. there's just so many Adrian Morales. I mean, like. Right. My, my wife went to
0: my, my wife went to school, and her twin brother played with uh with Brady Thomas. So I mean, you know, like great guy, um, great great ball player. You know, and, and that was great. But my all time favorite Gamecock, and I do I think Connor's a great answer there. But this is just comes from me as a little kid. Uh, Deuce Staley was my favorite Gamecock of all time. Uh, yep. He is the reason I'm also an Eagles fan. When they drafted him, uh, I had decided – like I didn't – the Panthers were just kind of coming around, and they were, of course, playing at Death Valley, which – even though it wasn't really their fault. It might've actually been Mike McGee's fault. I blamed them for that. So I wasn't willing to be a fan of them. And so when Deuce became an Eagle, I was like, okay, well, this is my team. And they've been my team ever since then. What's really funny is people, when I tell them I'm an Eagles fan, even people that are also Eagles fans, they always assume like I'm from Pennsylvania or around Philly. Like I'm yeah. not, I've never, ever been in the state of Pennsylvania. I've never been to a home game at, uh, for the Eagles. That's that's on my bucket list for sure. But yeah. Just do Staley, and then you added in there that same around that same time they got Donovan and McNabb. Well, there's a Gamecock connection there as well. Donovan McNabb, when he was at Syracuse, beat the snot out of Clemson in the pitch and the Peach Bowl. I think it was one year that his junior year before he got. So, like, I was like, all right, this guy. He beat Clinton, and I love Deuce. We're in. And, of course, the Eagles have had a lot of Gamecocks since then, Sheldon Brown, and and, and, uh, most recently Alshon when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, The first ever jersey I owned as an adult, Uh, you know, I think I had some jerseys as a kid growing up, that was like a jersey that I wore as a fan was Alshon's Eagles jersey um, because, you know, he was my guy, and he was playing for the Eagles. So that was pretty fun.
1: Well, I mean, my husband, big dude, Staley fan. That's what he was saying. Like, you know, but my husband was an offensive line coach. So, we gotcha. are, we're, were big, you know. And he, he was like, you have no love for the big boys in here. I'm like, wait a minute. Because, yeah. you know, I always have to give love to Preston and Langston. They're sure. two of my yeah. friends. And um, if not, I shouldn't say best friends. Best dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I've recently got to meet Byron Jared. A great mm-hmm. dude. Yep. Super strong guy. I mean, we, we just had some really cool yeah. ones, you know. We don't have someone like a Vince Papali, which is what I think about when you say Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, right. We need to find one of those around here.
0: Yeah, I well, so it's funny you say that. I, I played uh, offensive line in high school and I coached OL when I got out as well. One of the very first guests we ever had on here, so you can tell your husband this, is Jeff Barnes who played center for us. Yeah. Um, buddy yeah. of mine. And so he was our first guest ever on the first show ever. We did he was
1: it was on Twitter.
0: That's right. He, we, he and I were did it sitting at my kitchen table with my phone and a little tiny microphone. So the very, very beginning. Um, and then, yeah, I love uh, Langston and Preston. I've gotten to know them. They've come to my school and schools yes. that multiple times, great guys. Um, love talking with them. It's funny. Uh, Langston and I joke because when he was in the NFL, one of my high school teammates Got drafted and sort of sort of replaced him in in the lineup, and so we we joke about that. We called my buddy uh, Landon Cohen, who uh, played in the league for a little while, played at Miami of Ohio, but they're friends. It's just that's kind of how the NFL works. So we yeah. kind of called one day and talked. So that's funny that your 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 dad or your husband's an OL guy. I'm an OL guy. I love those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got the got the. I had the good fortune and luck to become friends in college with Andy Boyd. He was a, a history major like me, so we had some classes together. And I and anyway, he's been on the show too. Great guy, really funny. Um, so I, I got love for the big guys too. I do. Yeah, I do. You know, most of the time, us offensive linemen, we don't get the notice, we don't get the look, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, that's right. That's what we're as as my coach used to say, if they're not calling your name, that's a good thing because you're not messing up.
1: That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: right. So, I mean, I think I kind of have a a sense of this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So one of the things we talk about are are the name of our show, just to give you a background on that, the slightly above average football fan. So my co-host and I, Thomas Bowen both played high school football, both coached for a little while. And then we're also pretty big football nerds. Like I was the kid growing up that like there used to be on ESPN around midnight because nobody would actually probably watch it was a NFL, the NFL matchup show. And it yeah. was two guys just breaking down football, uh, Ron Jaworski and Merrill Hodge. And I, I, I videotaped. I mean, we're talking about the old VCR cassette tape, hitting the button and, and recording. And that like, so I'm, I'm a football junkie. So, uh, you know, and so was my co-host. And this show was actually just kind of born out of the fact that for years, Thomas and I went to college together. We would write an email every Monday and, and break down to each other at each position group. How did we do? How did we not do? And then from there it became on Fridays, we were sending an email of what we wanted to see that week. And so finally, I just I, I started listening to podcasts because of some at the time I was working in Chapin as an assistant principal. And I lived downtown Columbia, had a 45 minute drive. And so I kept listening to these things. And I was like, I feel like Thomas and I could do this. So anyway, all of that to say, we consider ourselves slightly above average fans because, you know, we do have some knowledge and we are. But we also just. We're, we're ate up with it. We we like to talk it. We like to break it down and all that stuff. So where are you in your fandom? Are you a, hey, man, I'm excited on Saturdays. Let's go score some touchdowns. Are you <laughs> are, 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 are you a little bit more of a football nerd? I mean, your husband's a coach, so it sounds well, like... You well, not got- anymore.
1: You're okay. retired from that. Thank you. Okay. Like, okay. Not anymore, but he is in your level of status. So if y'all right. still have an email, I'm going to tag him on that because, right. you know, yeah. So I would say especially for a female, I would say I would be slightly above average. I'll give you that. Yep. But I also am a nerd in general. Sure. And so crunching numbers, reading those kind of, right. that's my jam. And so right. um, I've I, my family is a football family. Like you said, my dad played, he, he, he was, that's what he did. My brother played. Um, My cousin played, we followed him through college, Jeffrey coached. So that, I, you know, Friday nights and Saturdays, that's what you right. do in our family. So um, as a young I a kid I I didn't want to not know what was going on. You True. know, I enjoy it. Um but I do like to know what's going on. I like to read up on it. Now I jokingly call my husband Media Guy Hopkins because yeah. Yeah. he spits out like every little thing he remembers every day, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that good. Um but I know what's going on. I know who the players are, you know, I, I know yeah some things about different defenses sure. and things Perfect. like that. Yeah. yeah you're slightly
0: um, above average for sure. Yeah. You know, I know what a first
1: down sure. is. Um, yeah, I think so right. I've talked to women about that kind of stuff all the time. Right. Like, guys, you know, we, we let's, let's get in the game. So right. I, I, I would say I would be slightly above average. And I have gotten to the point though, that it used to, I, I love it, right. but I don't let 18, 19, 20 year olds. Yeah. Throw my whole weekend. You know, Correct. if we lose, we're going to look at it. We're going to analyze. We're going to think about it, but right. At the end of the day, I, I'm gonna get up and the sun's gonna come up tomorrow, you know. That's,
0: that's right. And I and that I'm glad you said that. I have hundred percent gotten to that point in my life yes. as well. Um, especially now I've got a three-year-old little girl. So like that, the, all, that kind of changes all perspectives. Yeah. But no, I, I agree. I got to that point very much, you know, and it, um, as much as, uh, you know, at one time I was not that way. I'll be happy, or not Either. happy, but I'll be <laughs> honest to admit that I was not that way. So, and it's funny, you mentioned your husband, uh, you call him the media guide. So my wife will ask me a question about a player. And before I can answer, she'll respond with short answer. Give me the short version. Give me the short version. Cause I'm going to be able to, I'm going to tell her, where he went to high school and the, oh, the, the stats,
1: his family, yeah, yes,
0: that, yes. that's right, yeah. So we we but got a lot, of, yeah, now yeah, We got a lot in common there. So I guess you know, again, this sort of kind of came out there. But would you say is football your favorite sport? Yeah, I know, I know. You mentioned baseball is a big part of a big yeah, part I, of your I would,
1: I would say football is my favorite, mainly because of my family connections, memories, things like that. I enjoy football a lot. Baseball is a close second for me. I also I love softball. We do a lot of. Yeah. A lot of that, um, I play softball, Jeffrey coached softball as well. So small, you know, whatever. Um, but I would say those, those are my big three. Football slightly edges out. There's just, there's something about it for me. High school Friday nights are incredible. Um, it just, you know, being in the South, that's what we do. Right. I had the privilege of being an administrator at my alma mater, which was super cool um, mm-hmm. to, you know, be able to work. Friday nights, where you went and in the traditions and things like that, which is still very big in the South. Sure. Um, and football. There's nothing like a Saturday in the South in the fall. Nothing
0: absolutely, like absolutely, I agree 100. percent. And I, 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 I'm like you. I mean, I, I would honestly say probably basketball is my second. Um, which is tough because we haven't exactly always had a great uh, team, but um, I like the women's game as much. You know, a lot of people, uh, my mom grew up playing basketball. So she, she loved that, that what Don Staley was doing and where they are now and, you know, and everything. So it's just been that, that I love watching it. I I watch a lot of those games and uh, dad and I go to several of those games um, at here in Columbia, but uh, yeah. I mean, there's just something different about football and it, it, you're, you said it right. You know, Friday nights, that's what you do. Um, you know, and it's just, it's, it's a special thing. All right. So, so uh, continuing down that kind of same road, do you have, and I mean, again, this one might be tough too. What, what do you have a favorite Carolina football season? I, uh, you know, i i would imagine it's probably somewhere in that that two thousands range when coach Spurrier was here, if you're like me, cause, cause you know, we were winning more then, but do you have one or is it just, you know, is that too hard to nail down or what would you say there?
1: Okay, well, that's, you know, that's a good – I'll give you that as a really good question. Um, Obviously, those were fun. You sure. know, the, the year we beat Clemson, the fifth year in a row, epic season. Yeah. Um, However, um, Jeffrey and I dated through the 2003 season. Okay. Okay. So, nothing super awesome during that time, but right. it was just fun. A lot sure. of memories. Got married soon after that. So, that was a fun one or a special Absolutely. one for us. Um, you know, it's just – it's hard to pick. I try to look back and think of the the good
0: – Right. What it
1: brings to you, but the two – those years were hard to beat as far right. as a game got fan. I mean, I've sat in there years where we won zero games.
0: Oh, yeah. I have, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, when we, went when we went 0 and 21, when we went 0 21, I'm pretty sure through through my own family or some of my friends' families, yeah. I was probably at every home game. Um, yeah. I, I I can still remember vividly my 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 other one of my best friends, Patrick, and I going with his dad to a game, and we were going to play Vanderbilt. And I mean, no disrespect to Vanderbilt, but we were like, "All right, we 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 got this one. Like, we we can beat Vanderbilt. Like, that's exactly. not going to be an issue." And then yeah. lo and behold, it was. Uh, so yeah, I that you. was. Uh, I, I I hear you there. And I mean, I think that 2010 2011 era was was great. Um, the 2011 Georgia game that was the night game. We got up on them 21 to seven. And I I I tell anybody and everybody who will listen to me that this. I am convinced we could have played anybody that night. It doesn't matter who yeah. we played that evening. We were going. We were going to work them. And, and I, I wish that could have continued all season long. But whatever happened in that pregame or whatever it was, Steve Spurrier having Mark Ricks' uh, number or whatever it was, that was amazing. Uh, it felt like everything clicked connor had a great game bruce had a great game it was just unbelievable to watch um ace had that huge punt return where i felt like williams bryce was gonna f- come down around yeah me.
1: literally implode
0: <clears throat> yeah it was so awesome it so, was that was
1: really fun as a fan
0: that was for sure so i i would imagine obviously i think you actually went to the spring game didn't you yes okay so like what did you see at the spring game I, I watched it on tv i was out of town what did you see at the spring game other than the fact that there were well over twenty thousand fans there let's just go oh ahead and gosh yeah
1: okay totally <laughs> um you know but, but yeah anyway so couple things for me and i'm gonna echo this to the ladies clinic too yeah okay because cool. we got to go to the scrimmage when they were scrimmaging at the ladies clinic awesome event by the way very cool coaches did an incredible job as did the t- the staff but one thing that I totally noticed it was different is those kids had a lot of pride mm-hmm. and excitement as a cohesive group that I haven't seen and it looked like they were having fun Good. doing what they were doing okay and I know that's not football knowledge but you've been around football I have too. if you don't have some of that camaraderie and pride, those games that in in a little while I think we're going to talk about what what would make this year big. Right. That those are the teams that can come together to yeah. pull out and beat a Missouri, yeah. or yeah. beat a Kentucky. Having that, and we've missed yeah. that. To me, we've missed that fun, excitement, energy of as a group. Um, I enjoyed seeing the new QB play. That was that was fun, um, and I enjoyed reading Spencer's tweet that he literally, you know, right. that was dumb. Like he like, look, you gonna say it or not? I have recently fallen in love with Javon Gwynn. Okay. I got to meet him at the ladies clinic. That's one of our big guys up front. Okay. So, I'm hoping to see some big things from him. He wanted to toot his horn about some af- how athletic he was, and he could show that all. So, I'm hoping maybe we could see that with some different plays um, around the outside this year. That's
0: good. Good, yeah.
1: Marshawn uh, had a great day. Yeah. So – It was exciting. It was fun. It was fun to watch. Now you're playing yourself, obviously. Sure. sure. But there was energy in the stands. Yeah. There was, you know, I mean,
0: it definitely had, you know, and I was curious. It was kind of fun that I got to watch it on TV as much as I would have liked to have been there. But like to have watched it on TV, it was kind of fun to get that sense of. This feels like a night game in Williams Price. Like if you just you know if it wasn't Gamecocks versus Gamecocks, this has a game for feeling. Of course, you know they did this the special teams drills here and there, but during the gameplay, it was like wow, this this is not just your little scrimmage we run through. And then seeing the pictures and videos and everything of the Gamecock walk, something I've been at millions of times, but like it was huge. It was, yeah, it was. huge. And like I took my my daughter's first game this year was was Vanderbilt. And um, obviously, we squeaked out a win there. But uh, she, like, I had her on my shoulder so she could see. And I'm, I'm not convinced the amount of people at the spring game was not more than the, than that Vandy game. Just it was, yes, it looked like a, it, it looked like Georgia was coming to town or Clemson. It was
1: great. Yeah. I mean, and I will say we tailgated, and, and you know, we had the Gamecock Bourbon yeah. Society tailgate. Yeah. We're going to talk about that a little bit, but right. we were right in that area and. It was just the energy, the energy of the fans and the program. Right. It was just so much more positive. Yeah, and yeah. I like that because yep. I have a lot of pride in that program. You do, yeah. And it's nice to see that. Sure. People wanting to be there, you know.
0: Well, and I think one of the things you, you mentioned about having fun and and pride, you know, football is is something in, it, it, to me that makes it stand out as a sport you got to have that. You've got to have a camaraderie. You've got to have a I care about my brother mentality because it doesn't matter how talented you are. If you guys don't have each other's back, it's not going to matter because right. this game is, you know, it takes all 11 out there at one time and it takes the whole team to get that 11 and the, the 11 on defense and the 11 on special teams ready. It's its truly a most – very much a team sport. You've you got to have some stars. you got to have some abilities, sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like a basketball. Basketball, where you can have a great scorer and you're going to win a lot, or, or even in baseball, you can have a great pitcher and you know you can shut them out. They're you know, you're going to win some games. Football is such more of a team sport, so I I think that is the biggest positive and plus we have come in to uh, with Coach um, Coach Beamer and what we've been what he's been doing. And you're right, there's a positive energy. And you know, spring. Coach Spurrier always used to make this joke, but you know, springs when everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's like, yeah, we can do this. But there is an energy, you know, beating UNC in the bowl game and these guys. And, you know, you don't have to be a slightly above average football fan. You don't have to be a genius to realize and look at this team and that they like each other and care about each other. To me, that that is so much of the battle. You know, when you think about Will Muschamp's teams, and I'm not trying to always say I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody, but you had some very talented players, guys that are playing in the NFL right now that – we couldn't win a whole lot of ball games, and the word yeah. coming out of that of the building was nobody really liked each other, or they at least didn't put a whole lot of effort into that. And it, I think that was the downfall. I mean, uh, it, yeah, it, so
1: it, it, it's different, and it even it, the coaches seem to be right a right. cohesive group of dudes right. who. Who also, this goes in education, like the kids.
0: Sure, absolutely. 100%. I mean, and,
1: and I could be completely wrong because I am not in that locker room. Right. But right. the perception.
0: Correct. It seems like they do. Yeah, there's a team. And like each other, and it's just like you said, you know, like kids are kids. It do not matter if they're 18, 19, 20, or 8, 9, and 10. They can tell when you like them. <laughs> yep. and they're going to be more apt to want to work hard or do hard things if they think you like them. Uh, right. And they're real. And, yeah, exactly. And they, and they can tell when you're faking too, uh, yep. which, which is something. So speaking yeah. a little bit, um, you know, we, we touched base very briefly on it. We want, I want to give a shout out Gamecock bourbon society. You know, yeah. I, I'm not somebody who wins things, but when he did the raffle, uh, I won a handle from. Uh, oh,
1: you won! I, was I didn't one realize. Of the okay, for- I can't keep up. They are doing so much. I'm just right. a little small piece of the the cog. I'm a little cog over here. Right. They're doing incredible things. Okay. Right. The nerd and me. I don't know if you saw this or not. We're going to start a book club.
0: I saw that. That's awesome. I so, love it.
1: pumped about that. Um, great group of dudes. Uh, GC, the guy who started it, actually met him on Nerd Twitter way before Gamecock Twitter. Um, nice. He teaches English at the college level. Very cool. And so I had tweeted something, and then we ended up, you know, talking books um, and literature for the longest time. And um, that's how I actually met him. And so it evolved from there. So when he kind of got this idea for a podcast, right? uh, not a podcast, a a bourbon society, he was like, you know, what's your thoughts? What's it? You know, I need a hype girl. I need somebody to tell me this is going to be whatever. And so – I said, I got you. Let's go. And it has evolved so quickly. The people have been so positive. Yeah.
0: um, It's exploded.
1: Urban. Let's just be real. Like, it's yeah. urban. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it's exploded when I saw the pictures from the event, you know, and then, of course, the tailgate as well. There were so many people. Like, it was, it was. awesome. And, it was. and that was, I mean, as much as I would have loved to have been at the spring game, being out of town for that that first event, I was like, you're killing me. This this is awesome. Uh, really, you
1: get your priorities lined up.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. It's, you know, bourbon first, family second is kind of what I yes. like to I, think. You
1: know, I, we've had to work on that in this home. That's but right. Yes. That's right. Yeah.
0: But it looked great. It was looked awesome. It looked like the tailgate was a lot of fun, too. Uh, I love that. Uh, and, you know, the people. So, yeah, it's
1: people. I mean, and, and you know what? We talked about that. The event was great. Right, I'm not gonna lie. It was we had a lot of great raffles, sure. good bourbon right. to taste, food. Right, but the tailgate. It goes back to what you said. It's authentic. It's right. real. It was just right. you know everybody bought their own sampling, and we sure. we had like a smorgasbord, if you will, That's and right. just seeing people and care. It, but the not just GC and Evan and Garrett and Jeremy and those guys, but like right. the people were becoming part of it. Yeah, to me, it just builds another facet for game pop. Uh, everywhere for Carolina. Sure.
0: In- yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, so that kind of brings me into our next little category here about Gamecock Twitter. So, you know, like I've been on Twitter for, you know, a little while now, I, I don't know exactly how long, but like, it really wasn't until recently that I started following, you, mean, you mentioned Evan, you mentioned, you know, guys like that, that are, I kind of consider the cogs of, of Gamecock Twitter and yourself and and people like that, like, I, it's been amazing to me to see this little that there's this community like you know I use Twitter to check for like hey who's injured is there anything major going on you know and then like uh, you know whatever just scrolling but then I kind of like really this season stumbled upon what this thing of Gamecock Twitter and I was like this this is kind of cool. Whoa
1: cool I, yeah, anything pros and cons you know we got yeah. the skies falling people who right. I will call out um and I you know life is short you know that I try to be the positive person on Twitter right. does that mean right. I'm always the kindest most nicest person everywhere absolutely not that's not reality but it has been so fun right. um I originally got on Twitter more for work for school sure. to learn some right. different things I work in a smaller. I was at the time working in a smaller district. It was a way right. to connect and do different things. It evolved. Right. Um, I met Evan personally probably three years ago now. So right. I guess really the Gamecock part for me was like 2019, 2020, yep. that we really started kind of getting amped up. Right. Um, and it's just been fun. And right. I people say all the time, how does all these people know me? I don't know. I just am who I am on there. And I think that's right. what people like real. Right. Um, And it's just taken off. I've met so many incredible people through that. Yeah, Uh, it's like you said, the community of it. It's been really cool. I've I've tailgated with people who I would have never known, never met. Never. I mean, it crosses your path. Of course, and people that you're like, I'm gonna keep scrolling because I, you know what, I ain't going there. That's right.
0: That's right. um,
1: And some people want everybody to be fired. And you know what? I work for the public too. You do as well. That's right. And we do the best we can with what we've got, and I don't want people running my name through the mud constantly. I can't be perfect every day.
0: Right.
1: Um, it's just been fun. I can't. It's been interesting. I've learned so much about people's families, but it's cool because the history of why you're there. Sure. And people's connections. Um, I've I've had connections that have helped my kids at school.
0: Sure. Um,
1: you know, it's just it's a it's a very it can be very family like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that's that's just really a cool thing. Like I said, I I just sort of barely have tipped, dipped my toe in and and stumbled upon it and and it's really a great thing. Something I've I've enjoyed being, you know, just watching and listening. Yeah. Oh, now listen. I've been on Gamecock message boards for a long time and cool. that there's you yeah, there's some plenty of negativity on there. But you can uh, get
1: sucked in. You can get yeah. sucked into it. Ne- I mean, we can because sometimes, you know, I tell people this all the time, reality's not positive or negative. It just is. That's right. You know, if you if you get swept by Clemson, you just did. That's, that's not, right. not that's not right or wrong. You did that's right. that's baseball. Right. I mean, it. You know, and that yeah. hurts my heart. But
0: well, and it's like you said. You know, you and I, and I, and we'll, we'll touch on this in just a second, and then we'll we'll kind of wrap her up today. But you know, you and I are in public, the public realm. We're in we're in public education, and I, I said this to a principal uh, the other day. I said, could you imagine if we had to do a weekly press conference? We had to sit in front of reporters every week. Good week, bad week, and and say, all right, what's your questions? And, and you know, or imagine our teachers having to do that. You know, it's right. just or you know your students because you got yeah. athletes doing this, and yeah. it's just so people, you know, football and sports in general becomes unfortunately at times dehumanizing. People forget that these are human beings. Like, you know, listen, Will Muschamp did not have a whole lot of success in South Carolina. I don't wish ill will on that man. Like, I'm sure he's a very nice person. It just didn't work out, you know, and and people get mad about Steve Spurrier. Oh, I will. not You know, he quit on us. Yeah. He also gave us the best reign we've ever had, the closest we've ever had to being as good as we were. Yeah. We had the 84 season, but that was kind of a blip on a radar. Everybody loves Joe Morrison and I do too.
1: But I do tell you the script is my heart.
0: People forget sometimes that it wasn't always like we were winning 10 games a year under Joe. And I love him, but you know, it's just, so my, I, you know, I think that's, that's so true about, you know, we're in the public realm and I love you. what you just said. Reality is reality. It's not negative. It's not positive. It's just what happened. And it's, it's going for, through that. So, all right. Well, so you've mentioned, I've mentioned it folks on the show, have listened to the show before I've mentioned it a couple of times I'm a, I'm in education. You're in education. We're both elementary school principals. So my interest is what did you teach before you became a principal?
1: Okay. So that's a, I've taught, um, fourth grade, fifth grade, everything sixth gotcha. grade, seventh grade, grade, eighth grade, math and science. Gotcha. Um, I've done curriculum coaching for K four to eight. Um, I have done admin K to 12 and then district level instructional coaching and Um, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of different things. Um, I've, I've loved the variety. I've loved being at elementary, middle and high. It gives you different perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, I, teaching was the best job and the hardest job I've ever had all in one. Um, we still get to do it a lot. I love that. You know, I, I still pull kids and teach them. I feel like if we ever forget that, or, you know, that we we can't do what we do in the leadership role, I don't get to do it as much as I would like. Um, So it 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 is and we get to see our kids go on to do right. wonderful things like play play football, you That's know, right. or do different things, which is super cool. And I said that a minute ago about Clemson and one of my favorite kids ever, Chad Ferry, plays at Clemson right. go for baseball. And I take I go every year and we talk and he's like, you know, every year Miss Hopkins, you gonna wear Clemson? I'm like, You know, I don't wear that gaudy orange. <laughs> That's I, right. will not. Not I will not and you know what? You can hit twelve home runs as long as we have thirteen runs. That's I don't right. care.
0: That's right. But,
1: it's an incredible, incredible job, but also super stressful. You know that we have so many demands, so many people to to do, but or to juggle. Um, but it it's definitely so public. So public. And and you know, there's a lot of things that and maybe that's why I feel it now. Let me let, let me say this before I even ask you what you coach. We don't get paid the same thing that no, does. No,
0: say,
1: I don't get paid the same thing that no. um that Will champ did. My house doesn't look like his house on that's Lake right, Martin. Okay, right. I just, let me get put a little caveat out there. So I right. do know <clears throat> that sometimes they do catch a little more heat and they're paid handsomely for it, for it, but at the same time, they're still a human, like you Correct. said. Correct. Um, so it, it's hard being in the public. Everything you do is judged. Every, right. it, you know, every literal activity, everything, right. as well as your daily job. So,
0: right. yeah. So that, it, yeah, I, I, I that's totally accurate. So, I I taught middle school Um, uh, and what's funny is I, if someone would have told me at 22, 23, when I was getting my master's of teaching at Carolina, that I would end up working in any way, shape or form in an elementary school, I would have said, you are absolutely insane. Um, they actually did a thing when I was getting my master's where they had the secondary folks go to an elementary school and they had the (laughs) elementary folks go to a secondary school just to make sure, Hey, everybody's going where they need to go. I was in a kindergarten class and I was like, within 10 minutes i was like get me out of here <clears throat> but now i couldn't imagine doing any, anything else i coached high school football you know i was involved with high school kids through through different things uh middle school like i said i taught 7th and 8th grade social studies um you know doing that and i i loved that then i ended up as an ap at an intermediate school which was 5th and 6th grade which started getting me down to that younger generation and really i wanted to you know, my whole thing with education is I want to make a difference. And so I I wanted to feel like I was doing that. So sometimes as a middle school teacher, you felt like there's so many things that they need before they got to me. That's what started interesting me and moving further down in the grade levels. And now, I mean, we have at my school, we have a 4k program, we have 5k. So, you know, we're doing that. And, and, I love it. Uh, like you said, there's stresses for sure. Um, absolutely. There's there's requirements. There's all kinds of things. You're right. You're constantly critiqued. You know. I think people, any leadership role, I, I think it was Nick Saban who said this the other day, or it's actually been a while ago that he said this. He said, if you want to make everybody happy, go sell ice cream. Because if you're a leader, you're going to inevitably not make somebody happy. No matter what that job title is, if it's head football coach of South Carolina, principal of an elementary school, director of this program, CEO of this business, whatever it is, you're going to do something and you're going to always have somebody and fans do this all the time saying, why did you do it that way? Why did you not go for it on fourth down? Why did you play that kid over that kid? You know, whatever your world. And that's always, you're always going to do that. So you're right. Like, and you're also right about the fact that we don't make what those guys make. So that there yeah, is, I just, yeah, there is something
1: people realize that yeah. while we're comparing ourselves to head football guys That's
0: right. There is some things there. Uh, you know, I've, yeah. I've been blessed and had some good, good things happen in my life and I'm very happy with where I am. But just like you, I do not have the lake house that that, yeah. that uh, Will Muschamp had. And you know that we're still at University of South Carolina paying him to not coach here, just as Florida is, as he's being coached at Georgia, or as he's being paid to coach at Georgia. So it's yeah. None of our
1: schools are paying us.
0: That's correct. No No one has has offered to do that yet. Um, But
1: we don't have to do the press
0: conferences. That's also true. So I mean, it's a trade off. Life is all like you said. Reality is not negative or positive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's just what it is. So, you know, there's, there's the extra money, but then there's those things. So it's, it's one it of those is. things. So yeah. Well, this has been awesome. Um, it yeah. has been awesome to have you on uh, to talk. You know, and Gamecock Twitter. If you're if you're someone listening to this for the first time, you know, definitely start following us. Yeah. If you if follow her on uh, on Twitter, follow uh, at Miss Hopkins ninety six on Twitter for your best Gamecock info. <laughs> if you want to learn a little bit more about the game of football, if you want to hear some X's and O's breaks down, listen to Thomas and I as we do that. Week uh, week to week, we will break down the South Carolina game, the Clemson game, and usually a game of the week, or it may just be a look around college football at games that interest us. Uh, you can find the slightly above average football fan on Twitter. You can find it on Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook. So again, thank you so much for being here. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you we'll see a real uh, soon, everybody.